morning, good morning, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning, and how do you do? What's up, Mr. Peace Class? Today, our podcast is going to be talking about artistic traditions in Egypt. Period. Woo! Starring Raven Lavender, Nisa Jacques, and the one and only Rosaline Sinius. Mr. Peace class, today we have a special guest joining our podcast today. She's an expert in Egyptian art. It's no other than Raven Lavender. Woo! Hello. Today I'm going to be introducing the amazing Egyptian arts to you young folks. Gorgeous paintings filled with color, beautifully designed pottery, and many unique sculptures consumed much of the Egyptian artisan's time. Egyptians use hieroglyphics, stone statues, and carved wood and sagrifagi to express some of their art because they don't have the modern tools that we do now. These people put together their abilities and beliefs to form the Great Pyramid located near the Nile River at Giza, which is a great accomplishment in addition to Egypt. Because the Egyptian resources were limited, they took advantage of the natural stone and wood, imported materials, and made other irons like pigment and stone tools. This resulted in their work looking good for a long period of time. Most elements of Egyptian art remained remarkably stable over the 3,000-year period that represents the ancient Egyptians without strong outside influence. Joke time! Why was the artist afraid he might go to jail? Why? Because he'd been framed. You're a giant dinosaur. Whoa, he's scary. Magnadoodle's stencils and color shapes let kids make picture-perfect drawings every time. Is that a palm tree? Uh-huh. He's in Florida. Magnadoodle. Let me hear a toot-toot. Toot-toot. I didn't hear you. Toot-toot. What did King Tut say when he had a nightmare? What? what? I want my mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, culture is a way that people represent themselves to others. They express these ideas by beliefs, music, art, and clothing, such as I like BTS, which I wear my jacket, and much more. It shows their personality, who they are as a person, and where they stand. We can also detect how a group of individuals were at a period of time. Take Egyptian culture... Um, for example, the social social class in Egypt is still the same in modern times. The pharaohs were at the top, then the officials, mobile priests, and soldiers. After the soldiers were the scribes, did you know that many people wanted to become scribes because they were closer to the pharaohs and had a chance to become a pharaoh? Below the scribes were the craftsmen, merchants. Lastly, there was slaves and the goddesses because they thought that the natural disasters were become were because someone was punishing them. They respected their pharaohs because they see them as a human god form that delivers messages to the gods and goddesses. They also believed in the afterlife. Egyptians advanced technology by creating the calendar from moon faces and using papyrus as a paper to write on.
Okay, guys, it's Nisa. Did you know most men and women wore jewelry of some type? The rich wore jewelry made of gold, silver, while poor people used copper for their jewelry. Makeup was widely worn for both men and women. The main type of makeup that was used was called eye paint. Most people wore white clothing because it was hot most of the time. The average family lived in the villages and sun-baked sun-baked mud houses. Egyptians ate fruits, vegetables, lamb, goats for daily meals. They drank beer with barley. Fun fact, most people bathe daily, often in the Nile River. So you guys know I always like to end up with a joke. So here it goes. Why don't mummies take vacations? Why? Why? They're afraid to relax and unwind. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Adios. Au revoir. Hope you guys enjoyed our podcast today. Oh, thank you.